Another thing that you can ask that's along those lines that's different is what's been bothering you lately? Sometimes we just need to create space to ask those questions for us to just be emotionally honest with each other. And if if you sit across the table from me and say what's been bothering you lately, you and I know now because we've done so much work in empathy and listening well, I don't need you to fix anything. I just need you to hear me. You're listening to the Dream Marriage Podcast with Brian and Allison Dalkey. Most married people probably wouldn't say their marriage is a dream. Many would even say it's a nightmare. But with the right priorities and a unified vision, you and your spouse truly can have the dream marriage. Welcome back to the Dream Marriage Podcast. Um, I'm Allison, and this is my really sexy husband, Brian. Hey, guys. Yep. We are here today to talk about communication and how more than likely you think your spouse sucks at it. Uh, no comment. Sucks at communication. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you looking at well, no comment? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but really, like, this is one of the things that we find in most couples when they come to a retreat, when we're sitting in a strategy session, communication, it's one of those things that's so simple and so easy to mess up. Yeah. And before we get into that, I do want to say something. So if you guys have been listening to us for any amount of time, you know that we are Christians. Mm -hmm. We do believe in the Bible to be absolute truth. We Mm -hmm. quote it often and you may or may not agree with that and that's okay. But we believe that what the Bible says about marriage And the way it paints us a picture of how spouses are supposed to grow together and build each other up is relative and beneficial to anyone and everyone. Yeah. So even though you might not say you are a Christian, we still believe that there's absolute truth in in what we've learned Mm -hmm. that could help anybody. Yeah, that's good. So let's talk about communication. Like, let's get just down and dirty. You like that? Mm, I did. Practical. Yeah. I mean practical. It's like, I will stop this recording right now. Let's no, get practical. How can we help? Let's say we have listeners right now. They're thinking and nodding their head. Yes, my, my spouse is not great at communication. How do we help them today create better communication in their marriage? Like, first, we need to identify communication. Mm. So yeah. we have lots of couples come in and say, what are you talking about? I communicate so good. I tell you about my day and I tell you about this and I tell you about, yeah. which we've been guilty of that in the past too. What we've learned is there is a pre and post communication, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So pre-communication is when you're communi- communicating about things that haven't happened yet. Right. Yeah. Things that are going to happen. Right. Yeah. Or that, you know, your schedule or the future or whatever. Right. Post-communication is things that have already happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. So post-communication is fine. I want to know how your day was. Right. I want to know when you pick the kids up for school, you know, what they were talking about and all of that. But pre-communication is where we feel like most couples can grow in Mm -hmm. and where most most marriages lack. Yeah. And that's where there's all this unknown. You know, we, I know for the first 10 years of our marriage, we've talked about, we, we were living two different lives. And a lot of that was because we didn't have a lot of Mm pre-communication. I I didn't know what her day was going to be like. I didn't know what her week needed to look like. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know mine because we were just doing our own thing. Right. So even though we talked often and fought often, 
it was mostly because most of our communication was post-communication. Yeah. So one of the ways if uh, that we combat this or really become proactive about creating pre-communication in a marriage. So when couples come to a retreat, we do two specific things um, to help specifically with communication. And one of those is we have couples create what we call your dream week. Mm -hmm. So we created a download for both of these things for you, the dream week, and we'll talk later about a weekly meeting. You'll find both of those in the show notes. But the dream week is basically where I sit down and you sit down. So husband and wife individually sit down. You don't need a download to do this. You can do this on a piece of paper. It's nothing fancy. It's just you look at if I could have the perfect week, Monday through Sunday, what does it look like? When would I work out? When would I work? Who would help with dinner? Who's doing like all the nitty, all the things. Yeah. And you've got to consider, we all have responsibilities every week and it, and they do change week to week. But I know if Allison and I were to sit down right now and do this, we are, it is the fall of 2023. We would sit down and look at, you know, our kids' football schedules Mm -hmm. and cheerleading schedule. And yes, all of that stuff has to happen, but there's all of these gaps in between all of our necessary responsibilities that you need to fill with something. Mm -hmm. And so in your perfect week, what would that look like? Yeah. And it is allowed to be selfish when you're doing your perfect week. Right. So when do you want to work out? Not when are you, you know, don't think it through and say, well, my, you know, my spouse always works out on Tuesday morning, so I can't work out because I've got to get the kids ready. No, no, no. In your perfect week, if you want to work out four times a week, what time slots do you want to work out in? And, you know, considering all the other responsibilities. And then after you've done your individual weeks, then you come together. Yeah. You also as you're doing this, what you want to do is take into account your responsibilities. What are your responsibilities in the household, your responsibilities in your job, right? All of those things, but also your needs. So one of my needs as a strong introvert is I need a lot of alone time and we work together. We are literally together most of the time and I have to communicate that. And I have to say, babe, I don't remember the last time I was by myself. Like, I need some alone time if we're not. And that's a, po- if I have to say that that's post-communication, that means we haven't done the pre-communication for that. Right. Well, life happens. Yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of times that maybe we've scheduled for that and just, a kid got sick at school or yeah. something came up, but yes. That's- so look at your needs and your responsibilities and margin. You need margin in your schedule and you just kind of create your dream week. Then you sit with your spouse and you compare notes. Yeah. And so how do I do like... I'm looking at my dream week. It probably doesn't align perfectly with your dream week. How do we navigate that? But even better than that, the thing it does is it gives your spouse a picture of how your week would go Mm -hmm. if they didn't get in the way of it. Right. right. Yeah. Which sounds crazy, but, but hear me <laughs> that out. That locked me up for a second. Yeah, I, I was like, well, wait, wait, wait. Like, we didn't put that down. We're not talking about that. But no, what it really does though is in, in a perfect world, because ultimately I want Allison to have a dream week every week. Right. It doesn't happen. Just like I don't have one every week, but she wants that for me as well. So it's, it's a way kind of like we've talked about previously about, you know, your dreams and wanting, you know, to be the support system for your spouse's dreams. We want to be the support system for their dream week as well. But, you know, reality is we're probably not going to get everything that we want. So what you do is you just sit down and say, okay, how can we make this happen Mm -hmm. as close as possible to it? And on the flip side, Allison needs alone time. I need skin to skin time. Right. Which, 
you can interpret that however you want, but, and, and she does too. Right. Yes. Don't, I, I want to speak you. for you. Yeah. yeah. You were supposed to agree out loud, very adamantly oh, and all yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, but I need, so in that deal, you know, in the, in the dream week, I might say, I would love it if, you know, five nights a week, you know, we ended the day a certain way. So that's not selfish. That's just, it's just what I want. It's okay. ideal. Right. It's kind of like we can't, how do we get to ideal if we don't know what ideal is? Right. Right. So that's, that's what this is. This whole thing is. How do we get to the dream? We have to first identify what it looks like. And then the other really cool thing about this that we have found as, you know, we're helping couples walk through it and we found it as we do it is sometimes your spouse actually wants something that you really want to. Right. But neither one of you have communicated it. Yeah. And so in pretty early on in one of our early retreats, we sat down and, um, you know, we had couples do this and, at the time we were, we would, you know, if a couple anticipated there were going to be some issues in the, the way their week lined up, we would just kind of sit in and, and listen and just kind of be a safe space. So, you know, we could help guide them through it. And one of the, the wives told her husband in my dream week, you come home at five o'clock when you get off work, because I want to spend some time with you and maybe cook dinner with you and all of that. When in reality, he had been staying at work longer than necessary because he thought when he got home, he was just kind of in the way because it was her time to hang out with the kids and all that. And he just looked at her and said, I, I had no idea you wanted me to be home. Mm-hmm. Like I thought by staying at work, I was giving you time with the kids. She goes, no, I, I want to be side by side with you in the yeah. kitchen with kids and cooking dinner and all that. So it's a really neat way to see what your spouse really is dreaming about because you're probably included in that. Yeah. But oftentimes we just assume, well, they would just rather be doing something else. Right. So, yeah, so that is the dream week. You sit and you create your – now, here, a couple side notes. Your weeks aren't going to go exactly that way. No, <laughs> That's why it's, it's a dream, yeah, right? Well, it's ideal. It's, it's the thing that you measure your week against every week. Right. So, and you have to be realistic about that. So, so it's not that – that's not the exact goal. Right. Yeah. But – and we'll talk about the next part we're going to talk about is the weekly meeting. But just know when we plan this weekly meeting, what you should do is once you guys come with a dream week and you, you collaborate on one together. So now instead of having two individual, you have one collective dream week together. And so an example of that might show that these three or four mornings a week, this spouse is working out the other two or three mornings a week, this spouse is working out. And then the other one's helping the kids get ready for school. Then you collectively go to work or whatever that might look like. But as you sit down and do your weekly meeting, you'll have that dream week in front of you. Mm -hmm. So as you start to make your plan for the week, you can then measure it off of that and go, well, wait a minute, you're only working out once this week based on the weekly meeting and you want to work out four times. Is there a way we can squeeze a couple more in? So why don't you tell us when they sit down to have a weekly meeting, mm-hmm. how do we do it? And then how do we guide other couples through what it might look like for them? Yeah. I'm going to back up one second. Okay. So the only other thing I wanted to add to the dream week is that's typically something that we do like seasonally. We will sit down and recreate what is the dream week for us seasonally because our kids schedules and what's going on changes pretty seasonally for us. Yeah. It's not we, always we the really same. really do do it probably four times a year. I mean, really yeah. with each season. Yeah. Because just the stage of life we're in, so you, our kids' schedules change seasonally. You might have a very consistent schedule where you just need to do it once and it's good for a long time. That's okay. But you'll begin to recognize when you need to do it again because you'll start to feel some tension or one of your needs won't be 
getting met or, you know, you'll just know, like, you probably need to sit down and do another dream week together. Okay. So now back to um, our weekly meeting. So we sit down and do a weekly meeting every week. And this is also something that we encourage other couples to do. This would be pre-communication. We're sitting down. Brian and I sit down on a Monday because we work together. And so we have our Mondays, we'll have every day together, but we have our mornings. Most days. Yeah, most days. So we sit down on Monday morning and we walk through our week. We go through and we look at what our week is. This is the schedule, everything that's going on, whose responsibilities are what. We're measuring it against our dream weeks and just kind of doing all of this pre-communication. Because what we found is so many couples, (laughs) the silly fights sometimes start over, oh, I didn't know that I was picking this kid up at this time, or I didn't know that I, that was my responsibility. Right. But we hear this. You've, you've probably been in that instance this week at some point where there was just a miscommunication. So this is a way to attempt to prevent that as much as possible by having this pre-communication at the beginning of the week. You might need to do this on a Sunday night. You might need to do it Saturday afternoon, whatever works for you. Just create, carve out the time. We're doing our weekly meeting and you sit down and you look over your schedule. The other two things we encourage you to do is we want you to ask a couple questions of each other. One of them is, how can I help you this week? And how can I pray for you this week? Yeah. Um, so you're, you're going to see all of this in our guide to your weekly meeting. It's a download that's available at thedreammarriage.com. The link's in the show notes. But how can I help you and how can I pray for you? Yep. And I think it's important to note that when you're sitting down with this, come prepared. Typically one spouse is the one that's more prepared. Allison in our case is the planner. She has a planner for her planner for her planner. Maybe. So where (laughs) I fly by the seat of my pants a little bit more, um, I've had to adapt a little, which she has to, Yeah. but one of you is probably going to come a lot more prepared. And that might mean we have different schedules. So we have, you know, our kids sports schedule. We have our kids cheerleading schedule. We have different schedules. So come prepared with those things because every week, like we said, is going to look different. So come prepared. And then once you have kind of laid the week out, which Allison uses a different verbiage than I do, but she says, how can I help you this week? I usually say to her, what can I take off your plate this week? Mm -hmm. Because inevitably we, we, plan to the max, right? Like we plan our days from, you know, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And there's inevitably going to be a time in there when she knows, I don't know, but she's looking at her schedule going, there's no way. That's going to be too much. I'm going to be able to get these two kids to this field. And then I'm also going to be able to come home and cook dinner. And then I'm also going to be able to go out and do that. And so by just saying, hey, when you're looking at that, what can I take off your plate? That's good. It's just a way for her to say, actually, this point right here on Tuesday, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And if I can, if I have margin or if I can move some things around, I say, hey, how about I cook dinner that night? That way you don't have to come back. So it's just a way for you to know you're in this together. Yeah. You're living one schedule, mm-hmm. not two separate schedules. Right. And you're doing it together. And then how can I pray for you? We just feel like that's so important that it gives each of you an opportunity to as you're looking at the week and you're already feeling the stress of how busy it is, you're able to say, if you could just be praying for, you know, this thing that's happened on this day and this thing, like I'd really appreciate it. Another thing that you can ask that's along those lines, that's different is what's been bothering you lately. Sometimes we just need to create space to ask those questions for us to just be emotionally honest with each other. And if, if you sit across the table from me and say, what's been bothering you lately, you and I know now because we've done so much work in empathy and listening well, I don't need you to fix anything. 
I just need you to hear me. Yeah. And so we'll talk more about empathy and listening with empathy in future episodes. But I think that's a great question. And what's been bothering you lately? Because oftentimes we push things down and we don't deal with them. And it might not even be a huge thing. I just may need to voice it and, and let it air out, you know. And she didn't say it, but, and it's for a future episode, but how you ask questions is very important. For sure. So be careful. So yeah. if, if you look at your spouse and go, what's been bothering you lately? What is wrong with what you? What is wrong with, you know, yeah. be careful. All right. No. But there is a way to do that. And, and as you grow mm-hmm. in your communication, Allison could ask me that in any tone. And although there are some tones that are more accepted than others, she could ask me that in any way. And I know that she really is asking because she cares. Mm-hmm. She's not asking because she's saying, what the frick is wrong with you? you yeah. Know? So how you ask questions matter. But no, I just really think when we started practicing this, I know for us, we went from feeling like we were living our lives alone. We were only you know, we were only capable of what we were capable of where now we're a team mm-hmm. and we're capable of so much more together. Yeah. And so I, we think this is really important. This is something that isn't hard, but it's something that we think is vital. You have to be intentional about it though, right? You have to carve yeah. the time out and say, we're going to do this. We can tell when we haven't had one in a couple weeks or even the week of, if we haven't done it on Monday, I'll be like, we're out of line. And I feel like I'm putting out fires and typically it's because we didn't do our weekly meeting. Well, almost always. If we almost ever have a moment always. where we say, ah, I didn't know that was going on today. Yeah. It's because we didn't have our there weekly meeting. There was no pre-communication. Yep. So it's friction that wasn't necessary mm-hmm. if we had just done our weekly meeting. Yeah. So this is, um, I hope this is just a practical tool that you can take right now and implement in your marriage and with your communication. Have this, you know, send this podcast to your spouse and say, hey, I think we should do this. Like, we feel like we're putting out fires all the time. Maybe that's not necessary. Let's try this pre-communication thing and see what happens. Yeah. So you can go and download um, both of those free downloads. Uh, we have the your guide to a dream week and also um, a guide to your weekly meeting all on our website at thedreammarriage.com. If you ever have questions or concerns, you're working through something, you're like, I don't know how to deal with this or this came up, email us anytime at thedreammarriage at gmail.com. You'll find all of those links in the show notes. And we hope you'll join us for a future episode as we talk about creating your dream marriage. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, We're honored that you're here and we look forward to continuing to do this and helping you get the dream marriage. Yeah. We kind of repeated that twice. The other thing we have to say is go like and subscribe, comment. That's how people find this podcast and the link to your friends. And we'll see you next time on the dream marriage podcast.